Salutations to all the nations. Welcome to the DD Fuego Show, hosted by the prettiest podcaster of all time, me, Darius D. And if you're new here, wondering and inquiring, what does Fuego mean? Here's the fact of the matter. Simply this, simply put, it means fire in Spanish. That's all it means. That's all it really means. And if you're a returning listener, thank you for stopping by once again. If you guys want to do me a favor, if you want to see the show prosper, here's what you can do. Leave a good review on Apple iTunes. Put a good review. We only want five stars, okay? If you join the show, we only want five stars. Also, subscribe to this podcast, whether it be on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, or Google Play Music. Share it on whatever social media platforms that you guys use, because we're trying to be the best of all time. And that's it. And that is all. So today, by the title, you guys already know, we're going to be talking about online dating and just my thoughts and things that I've looked into in regard to online dating. Because obviously, we're living in a different era back when my parents were younger or my grandparents were younger. Their methods of dating or how they met their significant other was a lot different than it is today so i'm just gonna talk about it for those who don't know even if you do know just open your mind and see what we're gonna learn today but without further ado we're gonna get into the word of the day because like i said before and i'll say it once more this podcast also is about educating the mind and becoming better human beings so being that it is november 23rd 2018 the word of the day is, in fact, an adjective, and it is impromptu. Now, what the definition of that word is, is made, done, or formed on or as if on the spur of the moment. So put that in your everyday speech if you want to. Put it in your mental lexicon, which it is your mental library so you can grow as a person. If you're listening to this in the car make sure you don't swerve lanes if you're listening to this in the gym make sure you get those gains and if you're listening to this at work or wherever make sure you're focused but also listening to dd at the same time multitask this is the dd wiggle show and you know what we'll be right back Online dating. This is a very interesting topic. I'm not going to say I'm for it or against it. I'm just going to give you an overview and just my perspective on things, to be honest with you. So here we go, getting right into it. We know, especially if you're a millennial, that around this time is called cuffing season. Now, if you're over the age of 50 and you're not familiar with this term, this is what it means, okay? It is a time where it becomes fall, and obviously, this gets colder at this time of year, so winter, fall, so you just find you a girl if you're a guy, or a guy if you're a girl, and you guys date for approximately from, I would like to say, November till April or May when the sun comes out 
And if you're listening to this and you think it's stupid, that's because it is stupid. Especially to me, I don't understand why would someone just do that just because it's cold outside. But everybody has their reasons. So it usually happens around this time. So that's why it's called cuffing season because it's only for the season. So when summer hits, it's over with. You're doing your own thing. Just keep that in mind. In regards to online dating and all that stuff, there's a lot of apps because with the smartphones and the tablets and internet going in a different direction, there comes applications for those products. And one of them, and if you go on Apple Store or if you're an Android user, you go into Google Play Store, they have a section for social networking and dating. So it's obviously come a long way before you would have to go to a specific site for your need or whatever. And you would, I think you, some of them you have to pay, but for the most part with the applications, you don't have to. So the top two that I know off the top of my head right now is Bumble and Tender. So basically you go on the app and you keep swiping right. If you like them, swipe left if you don't like them. So they'll give you a flood of people that they feel is the best match for you. You swipe left if you don't like them. You swipe right if you do like them. And then you get matches. And if it's a match, you can message them and you go on from there. So that's Bumble and Tinder. Um, I'm not sure why. I guess it's easier to look for somebody because every day you walk past people on the street, but most people wouldn't come up and talk. To you, especially if you live in a city. But if you live in a town, it'd be easier to know somebody. I'm personally leaning towards doing it the regular way where you either meet them at a different place or run into them or you hear from them through another friend. So that is my understanding. That's how I would like to do it. But sometimes online dating stuff works. It works for some people. I wouldn't use a on uh, online app or whatever the apps you they have. And for the websites, I forgot to talk about that. Uh, get in depth with that. With the websites, I believe you sign up with an account, like I mentioned before, and they find the best match for you. But most of them, you do have to pay, so you have. In Canada, I don't know if they have it in the States. They have eHarmony is the one that you see on TV, the one that you see the most. And then they even have one for Christians, uh, Christian Mingle. They have one for black people, black people meets. They pretty much have a website for anybody. And I think they have one for Asians now called East Meets East, where Asians meet Asians or whatever. So that's just another one that I've seen recently. Um. It's very weird to see because I'm born in this era, obviously, okay? And I've heard stories on how people in yesteryears used to meet and now. I guess you could say in today's day, just looking at it from an overview perspective, is more convenient because you can do it at the comfort of your own home. But there is a counter argument to that. And that counter argument is simply this. That even though, yes, you're meeting them at home, at the comfort of your own bed or wherever you are, 
the problem with that is there's not much of a disconnect. I mean, there's not much of a connect right away. Like, yes, you're talking to them, ideally, but you won't be as in intimate with them in the sense that you won't see their facial expressions. You don't know if they're cut and dry. You're only basing it off what you think they think of you. See, if it was in person, you can see their, like I said, their facial expressions. You can see the overall vibe or connection you have with that person. Yes, you could probably see it or get to like them more based on their views on certain topics on the dating apps or the dating websites. But you don't really know that person, which leads to this idea of catfishing. Now, if you don't know what that means, it basically is you think you're talking to somebody, but you're not. In other words, putting it like this. You meet somebody online, you're talking to them, you have a connection to them. And a lot of people actually get deeply in love with the person that they think they're talking to. And then when they actually go to meet them, they don't look exactly how they look on the app. Or it could be a completely different person. There's a show called Catfish on MTV. And it just talks about all those different scenarios that can come into play. Because a lot of the times you meet, you see people on Instagram. That's another way you can do it. It's not really a dating app because you can use it for business and just meeting new people as well as... uh, Connecting to your friends who are distant from you. Say you have a friend in Japan, you can see what they're up to, whether it be by their stories or whether it be just by their regular posts. The thing with Instagram, obviously, is a highlight reel. So you want to show your best stuff. That's why we edit the pages, put it in a certain way. We got the filters to make yourself look better, polished, clean. So it's interesting to see that as well because you could DM um, people that you're interested in. So you just go in there and DM girls, shoot your shot. <laughs> if it works, if you swish, you swish. If you miss, then you're going to have to get the ball and try again with somebody else. But you shoot your shot, you might hit them up, you might get their number. And then after that, you could probably meet them in person. They might not look exactly the same thing. Okay, and by just for your information, okay, not an expert. This is just me looking at the information that I was presented with and just giving you my thoughts about it. So don't t- just take it at face. Don't take it as deep as you want to take it. Don't take it too deep. But just seeing that and how accessible it is and with the tender thing my thoughts on it with i was talking about their swiping right if you like them swiping left if you don't it kind of puts a damper on things in a sense that oh i'm just you, you don't really know the person you're not even reading their profile for the most part you're just swiping because you think they look good swiping because you don't think they look good and go it just seems kind of superficial if you know what i mean uh yeah, 
kind of seems superficial. And to be honest, a lot of us are superficial because looks matter. And if someone says that <laughs> looks don't matter, they're lying to you because you obviously have to be attracted to the person to get to know them, right? So it kind of seems too superficial. It doesn't seem to me from what I've seen, it doesn't seem or what I know about it so far, it doesn't seem as intimate as it should be. It just seems like it's a fleeting. It just, just to go on a date and that's it. Yeah, there's probably cases where they were on Tinder and you actually found their significant other, but we don't really know that and we don't have the stats on that. And I hope somebody out there who's a sociologist or whoever wants to research that, I would like to know some some stats on that, some statistics on that, just so I can get a bigger picture of the matter. It's really interesting because, like I said, we're moving from the websites. Because they you like I said, there's one for Christians, okay? So there's different websites for specific groups when it comes to this online dating thing. I know a lot of the people who I look up to, my mentors and uh, people who are older than me that I keep close in my life, they're completely against it. But I know some people that are younger than me or the same age as me or just a couple years in my generation who are all for it. I was talking about it the other day with um shooting your shot in DMs and stuff. But it's a different day where in back like my parents' era or my grandparents' era, you would have to either meet them through a friend or you would see them at a store and you would go over and talk to them and chop it up and move forward that way. So I'm not telling you guys to go online date and I'm not telling you not to. I'm just providing the data or the information that I've received and you can decide what is best for you because what's best for one person may not work for you. That's why when you go to the doctor, they have different tests to see how your body works and they give you the medication that best works for your body. My medication might not work for my brothers or it might not work for my father because we're all different people. So it depends on the type of person you are. If you are very into internet technology and meeting people via social media, then that would work for you. If you are not and you're more of a person that likes to meet people outside of the realm of social media, then it might not be for you, which is completely fine. We're going to take a quick breather and return to the next segment of the show where I'm going to talk about some stats that I did found did find about online dating. So hopefully you guys are learning. Hopefully you guys are enjoying the show because I'm enjoying making it for you. This is the DD Fuego Show. All right, so we're talking about online dating and here are some stats for you guys. I'm really into stats. Um, not really making the stats. That part is kind of hard at times. But it's still fun to see the different statistics that people have studied and come up with. 
So I got this from Statista. Make sure I don't get copyrighted and you guys know where to find these stats. So this is going to be primarily on the United States. I couldn't find much about Canada. And here are some stats. So the study was shown um, by U.S. adults and who met their spouse partners through an online dating app. So we're going to go by their age group. So my age group is 18 to 29. And what they found is 12% of people. This is starting from January, right? 20, 12% of people from my age group found their spouse or partner from online dating. In the 30 to 44 age group, it was 13%, 45 to 54, 10%, 55 to 64, 10%. So they're pretty much on par. And then 65 plus with 6%. The 65 plus actually surprised me. I thought it was going to be zero because that would be the baby boomers era. So I would think that there would be more... uh, face-to-face interactions more than meeting them online or through a friend, like I mentioned before, wherever they would meet them, just in person, not online, then transitioning to in person. So that was one study that I found, which was very intriguing with the whole baby boomer being 6%. I thought it would just be a straight zero, but and the, also that was interesting is that the 30 to 44-year-olds are actually more than the people in my age group, which I think my hypothesis would have been that my age group would have had more online dating experience than those of the 30 to 44, because that would be Generation X, which basically is in the middle between before the internet was really popular, but they still had it. And then in the age where I'm in, where the internet is very, very crucial way of communicating. And just to let you guys know, in the future, we're going to be obviously heavily based on the internet and computer. So it's better that you guys, even if you're older and listening to this, just to get an understanding on the internet and technology, look into some tech YouTubers, look into some articles that explain certain things to you so that you can get better, you can maybe get a better career, or can also further your business with the social media thing that's going on right now. So I would highly suggest looking into those things. Now, since I'm done with that aside, putting that aside, there's another There's another, I'm going to do probably two more ones that I see here. Here's one. Basically talking about the premium fees. Now, I believe with Tinder and I believe with uh, Bumble, if you do some premium fees you're, or features, you're able to uh, make your profile look more presentable look pleasing and attractive to people so here is another study from the same source and this is what it said would you pay this is the research question would you pay 
the premium features on a dating apps or services. Now, here are the responses. So 13% said I currently do. 10% say I don't currently, but I would in the future. 19% said I don't currently, but I have in the past. A whopping 50% said I would not. And an 8% said that I don't know. Which to me is very interesting with the I would not being 50%. I feel like it's pretty important to acknowledge it was 50% of people said they wouldn't pay any premium fees for that, which would make a possibility. Not This is not correlation, but this is just my theory that a lot of people would actually rather go out and meet people on their own without using social media because like I said the premium features on the app itself is to make yourself look more attractive make your profile look more attractive so that could be a possibility that they could go out and meet people without using social media or the dating apps whatever vice they would use from the internet to meet other people in that way okay i'm going to look into the genders and see what guys say and what girls say in regards to that and it's obviously like i said before it's still based on the u.s so it's not gonna you're not gonna get much canadian ideals i'd say or canadian studies from this i'm trying to find one on gender and then i'll wrap it up let's see 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 if i can't find it i'll find something else I'm trying to find it i'm trying to find it Hold on. This one looks kind of interesting, but I'm not sure if I want to talk about that one. Hmm. Hold on. Okay, found one. So this one's talking about uses online. So they're talking about how women may have used it more than men use it which to me is kind of weird because i thought maybe guys would use it more than females um yeah so that's basically that sums that one up very interesting stats that i found here also if you want to talk about canada here we go so apparently in Toronto, Toronto has over 600,000 single men in comparison to over 700,000 women in Toronto alone. I forgot the overall population. I believe it's over 2.5 million in Toronto right now. So fellas, you have a good chance. Um, single men to single women. If you want to talk to them 
right now. If you go to Quebec, it's 12 to 1. If you go to Coburg, it's 11 to 8. And I got this information from the global news. And if you want to go to, I believe, Kent, Kentville is 11 to 0. So that's interesting. So apparently, by age group, this is the scenario that we are in. So if you're between the ages of 15 to 19, um, there are more men than women. And this is, I think this is for Canada as a whole. So this is a census, actually. Um, for single women and single men. So if you're married, you're not counted in it. And then for 20 to 24, there are more men than there are women. 25 to 29, more men than more women. Crazy. 30 to 40. I mean, 30 to 34, more men than more women. 35 to 39 is equally on par. 40 to 44, more women than there are men. 45 to 49, more women than more men. 50 to 54, more women than more men. 55 to 59. More women, the more men. And 60 to 64, more women to more men. I leave it at there. Actually, wait, I'll just say one last one. 85 onward is way more women in comparison to more men. So that is some stats there for the single people listening out here. If you're married, good job. Um, <clears throat> So, yeah, just overall online dating thing. I'm still on the fence, giving you an overview of it. Me personally, I'm leaning towards the meeting people the old-fashioned way, I guess you would say. But I guess online dating is the new fad, I would say. But it might not be a fad. It might actually be a lot. On the other side, you can look at it in this way. You can meet people from different geographical areas, and you can talk. If you're a guy, you can talk to a girl out in Zimbabwe and you're from New Mexico. Or if you're a girl, you can meet up with a guy. If you're a girl from Germany, you can talk to a guy from, that's a good place as far, Australia. So that's a pro. Each scenario has pros and cons. There's probably studies that support it. There's probably studies that don't support it. But at the end of the day, it's the individual choice on whether they want to do it or not. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode. We're going to go to Wrap It Up DD where I wrap up and I sum up the show for you. So y'all stay tuned. Welcome to Wrap It Up DD where I wrap up the show for you. So here we go go man so we're talking about online dating and how times have fairly changed because back if you go back to my grandparents era they usually had chaperones on dates that was one thing and my parents era was different you would meet them at malls maybe stores via friends a lot of it came from friends in both their eras but if you can go a thousand years people would 
give away, men would give away their daughters to their friends, I would say. So their parents, friends, and stuff like that. If you go back to ancient um, eras where they would give daughters away for a dowry, right? For exchange for cattle or whatever. And they would just come home. The father would come home, give his son a daughter. And now it's completely different. It's all up to the individual. And you can do it in person or you can do it online. The choice is really yours, to be honest, nowadays. And it's very interesting to see that, see the drastic change over time and see how things progress. I'm really intrigued by this topic to see. I was really intrigued by the stats as well. Didn't think going into this, the stats would look like that. I had my own preconceived notions. So it was interesting to see all of that. All right. So if you guys do it, you do it. If you don't, you don't. I'm just telling you right now, some of y'all need to relax, okay? Relax, relax. Don't get too happy. Don't be wilding out on the internet as well because you want to have a good name, a good representation of yourself and your family. So you want that out there for yourself. And also, make sure you take what you can get, right? Sometimes your chest, some of y'all chest is too high. You need to settle down, okay? Sit in the corner, take a fold, folding chair, unfold it, and sit down in the corner, all right? Because you're not the perfect human being either. So don't look for a, pers- a perfect person, okay? And fellas out there, don't look for the perfect girl. Women don't expect a perfect guy to come find you, okay? Because that... It's highly unlikely because we're all flawed human beings. We need Christ in our life to make us better. Whether you believe that or not, it's the truth. So you guys need to settle down. Look, fellas, for a girl that's compatible for you and your walk with Christ if you're Christian. If you're not someone who's compatible for you and your dreams or whatever. And for the girls, just wait for a dude. He might not be pra- like the most perfect dude. He might not be over six feet, have six pack abs or have six figures, but just find the dude. When the dude comes to you, if he's working and he's doing his thing and he's treating people right and humble and willing to lay his his life down for you, those are some good things that you should note. Obviously, if you're a Christian listening to this, you need to pray to God and ask for his guidance. If you're not, just make sure you seek counsel from people who are wiser than you to see if that person is a right fit for you it is really important also here's a key for you that i learned from one of my mentors if you're a dude listening to this and you're trying to find a girl right now here's what you can do all right look at this look at this if you see her disrespecting her father and wiling out then she's probably not the girl for you because if she doesn't respect her father then what makes you think she's gonna respect you when she came from him. Same thing with the ladies. If the dude comes to you and you see how he treats his mom like trash, then how he's going to treat you better than his own mother. It doesn't make any sense. So just clue into that. That's a major key to find the person that you believe that you belong with, I would think. All right, I got a new outro for you guys, and here it is. Don't be lame. Ignite the flame. We out of here.